Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Uh, doing well. Thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the Jacksonville area. You can get all the information you need from se-ortho.com. They'll take care of you if you're suffering from hips or ankles or uh, my young son with a little a hip injury got yeah, checked out there recently. So they do a great job. They get you information. They know what how to get how to get you back on your feet and get you going. So uh, it's all good, Frank. I I did it. Yeah, I did it. What'd you do? I went to the park. I saw it. I, I went to the park. It, I'm so jealous. Oh, uh, Frank. My, my dislike for you continues. That was wonderful. Expanded. You got there before I did. Yes, I did. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It is. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? It is. It's like a new spring training venue for a big league team. Yeah, yeah, with the, with you know, the burns, the burns and, all of it. and yeah. that's what it reminded me of when I was there the other day. And um, and I think that's the idea. Is yeah, to have, it, have it have the berms. the The beauty of spring training are the berms. Yeah, it feels yes. like it's, it's it's March in it's March in a little bit of April or a little bit of February, a little bit of March. Well, that's what college baseball is too. Um, look at that. See the guy behind him. Yes, the two guys there. Yes, yeah. How Got some good that? TV time about, this weekend. Yes, you did. Yes, Very I nice. did. I yeah. positioned myself well. Well done. Very yes. strategic is what that and was. And, of course, uh, as you know, I fashioned myself as Big Game Dan, and it I was do. an important game yeah. uh, for the Gator baseball team, and they were able to beat Ole Miss 6-5. I, yeah. I have a few observations, but anyway, the park is awesome. So you want to yeah. – if you haven't been um, – I got tickets. They were a little bit expensive, yeah. uh, like 50 bucks a pop. I bought them on the secondary market. but. Yeah. I, we had an opening in the schedule. You don't know when you can get down there. Right. There's a Saturday. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Uh, it was great going down there. Great seeing the facility. Great walking around it. Great. Uh, uh, good crowd. Um, it's just fun. It's yeah. fun. And the sun doesn't beat down on you. There's right. some shade. And so, it, and we didn't need it on that day because it was such a nice uh, day. So the park is awesome. I can't wait to go. I may go to Missouri Saturday. Yeah, the Saturday, two weeks. Not, yeah. not this Saturday, but the Saturday. After yeah, I think I'm going. Yeah, you you got you'll you'll go yeah. soon, and and it's it's everything you. I mean, the bullpens are spectacular. Right. There's a little turf field off infield off to the side that they right. can work. I mean, it's just I'll, uh, everything you had hoped for. Yeah, it they will. did it in first class. There's a lot of history in the park when you're walking down the concourse of the College World Series teams' pictures, Gators in the pros. Uh, you know, all those type of things. So it's great. It's great. And and so I watched this team, and I compared them to Ole Miss. And one thing I noticed is that there's not a ton of size on this Florida team, the big boys. Like Ole Miss first baseman. Big old guy. Oh, man. Yeah. Forearms, rear end, thighs, yeah. size. We got Jordan Butler out there. Right, right. You know, right now. Now, we have some kids who could play who are big kids that Butler's right now ahead of them. Our little backup shortstop who won the game for us Saturday, Jordan Carrion from right. uh, Miami, terrific, gutty, gritty kid, hit a home run right. at about 150. I'd like right. to put him right. on the scale to see what right. he weighs. Now, Chris Armstrong starts at first. He's yes. a big guy. Yes. He's 6'4", 230, yes. so it depends on who's playing. Correct, right. correct. Um, but Ole Miss's DH was an old-school uh, heater over the belt, Yeah, gigantic yeah. kid. Right. We hit him twice, which was good. Uh, uh uh, but Barco pitched a good game. Yeah. Uh, the carry-on kid, though, was a competitor. You know, he hits a home run, goes in. First Gator, I think, since Langworthy to hit right. a home run and strike a kid out. Pitched the eighth and the ninth. And, I mean, I'm he, talking about 68-mile-an-hour curve. I'm watching it on TV. Yeah. He's hitting 84-85 with his fastball. Yes. So he's not a pitcher. He's no. Just, he's just a competitor. Yes. Yeah, and so, uh, so no, I'm with you. So, no, it was a— And he's uh, about five-foot-nothing. Yeah. But when he hit that home run and he came into that dugout— that was some elation. There was some 
pumped up. And Hickey's playing great. Yeah. You know. For people that don't know, they, they won two out of three. You they saw did. The against the number game. three team in you, the country. And you saw the rubber game. Yes. They won Thursday, lost Saturday. I was They won Friday. Thursday, lost Friday. Mm-hmm. You saw the Saturday yes. game. Yes. Where they beat. That was a big series now. Oh, yeah. I mean, after getting swept at South Carolina. Yes. yes. And they swept A&M, swept at South Carolina. Vanderbilt's coming in. You in don't a few have weeks. a losing record going to Tennessee. Correct. This and, thing can start to slip away quick. The SEC's tough. Yeah, it's really tough. So yeah. that, was, that was an important series for them. A lot about it. The, the story of the series was the him, flip-flop. The flip-flop yeah. of the pitching. When he, when he, he got used, a little testy, too, I noticed, with the reporters. Yeah, I think one reporter – well, I think what happened was the reporter said, how did Tommy deal with it? And then they sort of followed up on that. Yeah. So we said, listen, I'm not going to talk about how yeah. Tommy dealt with it. We did what's best for our team. But yeah. for people that don't know, Tommy Mays and Jack Left, which have been their weekend starters. That's, yeah. that's their Friday-Saturday guys. Friday-Saturday yeah. guys on a weekend series. He brought in somebody else, Franco Alamon the first game, yeah. Christian Scott the second game, to yeah. start the games yeah. with the plan being – Go to Leftwich and Mace, Mace and Leftwich, fourth inning or whenever. So what's the – Well, what I, did you think? What's the thought behind it? Well, I think, number one, he's thinking – and I don't, I haven't heard this theory. You know, baseball guys are always coming up with these new yeah. theories. I think the opener got people thinking. When the Rays started doing the opener right. is get two or three innings out of your starter. Yeah. Then go to, so I think Sully thought, look, Mace and Leftwich are both giving me five or six really good innings. Right. What if instead of one through six – it's innings three through nine. Yeah, I think that's it, or four through nine, whatever. Okay. So I think that's it. I don't don't overthink it. I think that's what he thought. Worked one day. Yeah, didn't, didn't work, work so next. much the next. Yeah. So, but I think that's his thinking. I would be surprised if he stays with that. Yeah. I would think you go back another and a part of the problem, Dan. There's just not much pitching depth. You just said it. I mean, they've had two it's guys. Amazing. Nick Poe got hurt. Yeah. They've had guys get hurt that would have helped them. Uh, they've had other guys not as ready as they thought. Yeah. So the the end result is. They're they're bringing in a as you said a five foot ten shortstop yeah. to close out games. Yeah. He's the ultimate gamer, but that that wasn't the plan. No, and, and so, you know, and I'm watching and and watching these, and I'm not questioning Sully yeah, on pitching. Yeah. I mean, right. this guy develops them sure. like it's nobody's business. But you do wonder certain things, like you know, um, and he brought kids in, and they, you know, I think he used four pitchers on on Saturday, and you know. Again, I was expecting more from a pitching staff. You mentioned two injuries. Yeah, I think they have a. Is, is the Manning kid a freshman? Is that Tommy Manning? Does that sound familiar? Anyway, yeah. he's supposed to have an unbelievable curve from the right. left. I think he's a left hand. He's a left hand. He hadn't pitched a whole lot either. Yeah. And, and a lot but of maybe time. he's not quite ready. So you got to trust Sully on this to kind of well, keep going and figure it out. And we talk about, and we'll talk about basketball in a yeah. minute here. But it's not all that it's not all that dissimilar to basketball, Dan. Baseball guys are leaving quickly because they're getting drafted. And they're yeah. Gone. So you have this cycle of guys. Well, it's great that with the, the way the pandemic played out, mm-hmm. a five a five round draft instead of a fifty round draft. Right. All of a sudden, you look up and Mason left with your back. That right. is the the win of all wins. Yeah. But there's still you know remember Kirby McMullen was a pitcher doesn't yes. pitch anymore. Yes. Other guy Jordan, Jordan Butler, Butler was a pitcher but doesn't pitch very much yeah. anymore. So I think some sometimes you don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah. Uh, you just don't. So, you got to uh, find out. Yeah. And so I think they're they're working through that. The bottom line is they gutted out the win. Correct. The other thing they. If they could ever get Judd Fabian going, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's leading the team in home runs. Yeah, but he's boy, boy, that's a loopy swing. Two forty. Yeah, but he's swing, but he's he's late. Yeah, his timing's not off. Not bad. Not good swing. His swing looks loopy to me. Yeah, it, it looks getting like, fooled, and yeah. I don't know if he's guessing too much. I don't know what he. I don't know enough about no. that no. mental part and where he's at. So, and I wonder if he felt. Is such hype going into the season? Yeah, and maybe that got to him. Maybe uh, I don't if, know if he could find it. I like I like moving Hickey up. 
Yeah. I like Young One and Hickey Two. Oh, that's good. I I, I think it is too. Yeah. And if you could get Fabian and McMullen in that three four holes, because they're both going to hit a lot of home runs. Right. But you got to get Fabian going before that'll work. We've raved work. about uh, Jacob Young, and, and Saturday was a great example. Triple bunted for a single. Right, right. And he's just a game. Gets player. on base. He's, he's plays a, hard. Yeah, he's he, smart. And, and Hickey's a very good two hole guy. Hickey had a Hickey hit a bomb, which. Yeah. That's fine. Right. But he also had an at-bat where he battled and battled and ended up getting a big single early that led to their first run. And he got a sack fly as well. So, I mean, great at-bats from a young kid who sadly will only be here for this year and go off to the MLB draft. Here's what I'll tell you about um, this baseball season. Uh It's going to be a grind. Yeah. Number one, the league is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, they're all good. Well, you're going up to number seven, Tennessee, for right. a three games. That's set. right. And and again, Vanderbilt's coming in eventually. So, yes. So the league's really good. Number two, that's a. Number two, uh, you got to get to that top. You got to be one of the eight best teams. That, yes. If you want to get to Omaha, yes. It's hard to get there if you're not one of the eight because the that's eight best yep. means you're you host both a regional and a super. So right. you got to get in that top eight. Okay. But once you do, and I think they will. Okay. Then you are so ready for Omaha mm-hmm. because then when you get to Omaha, when you've gone through this gauntlet, mm-hmm. I mean it's the league's really good this year, East and West. Oh yeah. So when you've gone through this, Arkansas is number one. They really. How can good. Vandy not be number yeah. one? By and, the way, and but Mississippi State's really good. Yeah. And, and LSU, LSU is like one and eight. One and eight in the league. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's LSU. And so that's how good the league is. Yeah. So, so the point to it is, uh-huh. if you can get to that top eight spot, and I think they will. Mm-hmm. You are good luck beating them. Good luck beating them, and I can say the same thing about Vanderbilt or, or, yeah. or Ole Miss. Yeah. Good luck getting them when you get them in Omaha. So that's, did you watch uh, Leftwich at all? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I watched. It's a the, real deal. Yeah, there was no question. Yeah. I, I, I watched a little bit of all of it. Yeah, I watched a little bit of all. Yeah. Of it. yeah. So I, so so no, but I, but look, I they're in good shape. They're, they're right. big series win. They're tenth in one uh, poll, twelfth in another. So they yeah. move back up a few spots. They got to get rolling. Get... I wonder does. Any more premium because of the, how tough the SEC is on the midweek games? Making sure you like he never really seemed to. Yeah, well, you got you need some wins. Yeah, you need wins, but more than anything else, you're going to play 30 SEC games. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to be above 500. Yeah, and if you get to 18 or 19 wins in the league, then you're a top 18. Yeah, what you don't want to do is be 14 and 16 in the league. Right now, you're still getting into you're still in the tournament. Yeah, you're still maybe a two seed somewhere. Yeah. But in a you're region. traveling. Yeah, but you're traveling. You're, you're not traveling the first weekend. No. But you, presumably, but yes. you're traveling that second weekend. Yes. And, that, and that second, I'm telling you, that's the whole key. You know, the other thing, too, is they still they still pay attention to the regions. And it always helps, as good as the SEC is, it always helps Florida when they're clearly better than FSU and Miami. Yeah. Florida plays Florida State. Yeah. Uh, next a week from tomorrow. Yes, that's a big game. Yeah, because Florida State point. rolled them. They did. Now this one's back in Gainesville. Hammered them. Yeah, so that's a big. Remember, they lost two out of three to Miami. Yeah, they're they're one and three against Miami and FSU right now. That hasn't been the way it is in a long Good time. Point. Long time. Good point. You know, so you. Now, it, Sully has been impressive against both those programs. He's owned them. Yeah, he's owned them. Owned two, them. Yeah, and so but this year, so you got you got to get that thing turned around. Yeah, I'm pumped. Though. I'm pumped about the 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 facility, the program. I can't it's, wait to see it. I, I you'll I, enjoy. It. I'm envious that you've seen yeah. it. I can't wait to get down there. I love ballparks anyway. Yes, and I can't wait to see that one. So, get to hoops. There it is. What 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 a what a what a weird turnabout in hoops. What what a, what a weird. Well, I will tell you this. I will say this. If there were trades in yeah. college basketball, yeah, you take you t- you. Th- I'd make that trade. Yeah, yeah. I I'd make that transfer portal trade of four for two. Yeah, 
The uh, Payne's the one I wish was still there. Yeah. But I, Mike Bianchi wrote a terrific column on yes. it. Yes. And, it uh, and again, he, he favors our position on this, which is pro Mike White. Right. So, which is Omar probably, Payne, by the way, going to Illinois. Yeah. Right. Uh, did he, did he I pick, believe that's right. Did he pick a team? Yes. I did not Illinois. know. Okay. So, yeah. he, so, so, how about that? Yeah. So, so, he is a, I did not know that he had picked a school. Yeah. But, uh, but, but I will say this. The because uh, I heard he might go to Marquette, mm-hmm. which actually that's interesting. He picked a little on, but I, but but here's my thought on that. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the yes, if you had to you, and I did this on our radio show Dan last week. What Mike White has been very good at mm-hmm. is is coaching these transfers. Yes, almost. If you, do you ever look at the list of how many there have been yes. that have been really good players for him? Yeah, I mean Canyon Berry and Kolacek and yeah. Justin Leon and. And and Ibuna was a transfer. Yeah. I mean, if you look at all the leading scores year after, there've been a lot of a lot of very impressive. He's better with the transfers. And here's what I think: uh-huh. he coaches hard. Okay. There's, there's an intensity. Yeah. There's a toughness. There's a college basketball toughness expected. Mm-hmm. You never know if you're getting that from the high school guy. You right. never know if the high school guy. Right. Um, Nebhard that fit him perfectly. I don't know that it fit Trey Mann the first year. It fit him a little better the second year. Mm-hmm. But the college guys, they go to another school. Mm-hmm. They now get the feel of what college, the toughness of what college, the war that college basketball is. Right. And then they know what they're getting when they come to play for Mike White. Right. And he knows what he's getting in them. So clearly the portal, and by the way, 1,100 guys in the portal, that's going to be how you have to recruit these days. But now it looks like getting guys out of the portal. And, yeah, so McKissick and Felder, we talked about them last week a yeah. little bit. You would think there. I watched. Did you watch video? Of both guys. Yes. I watched both of them. There's a toughness. Yeah. There's a grown man toughness. Those guys are to, stepping right in. There's a They're grown. Play. There's a yeah. grown man toughness to both of those mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. that I that I think will help Florida. And so, and uh, yeah. And so, look. If you look at the guys that are leaving, Quez Glover probably wasn't an SEC player. Right. He probably needed to leave. Um, it looked like to me Osifo wasn't an, an, an SEC player. He probably needed to leave. Um, Trey Mann, it's time for him to go try the league. He's doing the right thing. Pain is the one I hated to see. Yeah, pain is the one I thought. If, I know, but Frank, two years, one game. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, with you. I just, and uh, and if the story Mike Bianchi wrote, yes, was correct, and he, he got it, pain wanted. Yeah, and he got it from the Florida side of things. Sure, he did. But if he if Payne said, "Listen, I want to guarantee that I'm going to be your starting center," you can't do that. No. You know? And so uh, I got a kid who's a second team All SEC. Yeah. And, and yeah. so uh, so anyway, that's the one I hated to see leave. But look, I I I like the f- next. And by the way, next year. They'll probably start five transfers. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Appleby, but I, uh, McKissick. If if they start Appleby, McKissick, Felder, and Castleton, mm-hmm. that's at least four transfers. Yeah. Now the now the small forward might be the Reeves kid coming in. It might be somebody else, but at least four of those players. If if Deruji and Felder started together, and I think they're both fours, so they probably won't. But for the sake of the discussion, if Appleby, McKissick, Felder, mm-hmm. Deruji, and Castleton. That would be five tra- – all five starters would be transfers. I'll have another name for you. You got another guy coming? Well, he's not – I don't know if he's coming, but he's gonna. He's down to four schools, and they're all in the SEC. Okay. He's from Penn State. Okay. And I want to get his name right because I don't – I think it's Myrian Jones, I think is the name. Okay. I'm trying to – Trying to look it up real quick here. Okay. Average 15 points a game at Penn State. Yeah, yeah. And Penn State's program um, has turned the corner a little yes. bit. They've been better than they've yeah, been. Yeah, Myrion Jones. Right. Uh, and from what I understand, and, and it may come out the day we tape yeah. this Monday. Right. But it's Florida, LSU. Right. Seems to have a knack of getting players. Yeah. Somehow. Arkansas. Somehow. 
right? Who's hot right now? Who's probably, yeah, in Ole Miss. Yeah. And but if you get Myrion Jones, who's 15 points a game yeah, last year, and scorer. And if that's your four, and if those are your four schools, he'll be starting. Six three can do a little yeah. play both spots yeah. at the guard. Yeah. And if, but if you're if you're if you're Flor- Florida's had good success getting guys like that. So yeah. But, but I think that's what it'll be. It'll be. It'll be an awful lot of transfers, and well, look, it has to be. Who's left? Well, correct. <laughs> yeah. But but I think that's where the game's going. Yeah, I I think. I mean, look look, uh, Baylor's built on transfers. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Mark Few was ahead of the game, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was getting transfers years ago, and that has worked for that program. That's how he built the program. Yeah. And so I, I think. I mean, look. If you watch, if you watch the final four games on on yeah. Saturday, yeah. The the best player in the tournament right now. Yeah. Other okay, other than Suggs. Yeah. But the but the hottest player in the tournament. Johnny Juzang transferred from Kentucky. Yes. I got to believe Cal right now is thinking, might should have played him a little bit more that first year, you know? Yeah, he begged him to stay. He wanted him to stay, but he, but he also didn't play very much. He didn't play and him the a lot. And he's from Los Angeles, so. But he is a player. Yeah, but, he, but, but, I mean, I mean, Nebhard. Yeah. Nebhard, Juzang, and that whole group of Baylor and Houston guys. Yeah. That, the Final Four is made of transfer players. Yeah. Yeah, so I. Get so, used to it. So, but I am, but, but again, to the Mike White thing, let me ask you this. Yes, sir. There's a clear division now. People that think Mike White get off his back. Yeah, he's been to the tournament, wins a game every yeah. year. We've had to talk about yes. And then there's the, the vitriolic fans that want yeah. him out so badly. Yeah, and, and I do think it's a vocal minority, but it's a very vocal minority. Yes. Where does that end? What's the end game there, in your opinion? And I mean, I almost get the sense shy of the Final Four, you can't quiet them. I probably. And if 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 it was a Final Four game like the game that knocked him out of the tournament, right. they'd still be on him. Maybe shy, shy of winning it all. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think you can quiet him. I think their minds are made up, and he's not Billy. Yeah. And yeah. it will always be that way. And I'm surprised at, at Florida that it's come of that because I am too. It's not. This isn't like. Well, you went through. It's this, this isn't Zook replacing right, right. Spur Dog. Well, right. And I and I and I and I always said and I'll and I'll stand by this. Yeah. Look, getting rid of Zook yeah. worked out perfectly because he they had the a, right guy though. He built a great roster and yeah. he went and got a great coach. Yeah, and so yeah. and so that doesn't but, always happen. Yeah, but I but I I've, you know how you and I had this conversation sure. back at the time. Sure, Ron Zook was his first two years. He was eight and four overall and six and two in the league. Yeah, he was twelve and four in SEC games. Yeah. And going into year three, everybody wanted him out. They wanted him out, and I'll and I'll never forget that. And I yeah. and I was thinking, wait a minute. And He's, eventually, and it, I don't know if it was everybody, yeah. but it, there's a but eventually those everybody's when you say how does it play out, sometimes they win out. It becomes a great it can become a ground becomes bigger than. Yeah. Now Strickland's done his best to yeah. diffuse. Yeah. Going forward, so. and I can tell you, and I can tell you, it happen. It can happen fast. So I, I like Mike White. I, uh, I think he's the right coach. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. Yeah. And I bet he would tell you this. They do need to take a next step. They yeah. do. They do need to do something that will quiet them a little bit. Yeah. Is Keontae Johnson going to play again? I hope so. Um, again, if I were him and I was going to play, I think we disagree on this, but if I was him and I was going to play again, I, could, I would get paid to do it. Yeah, no, I don't know that we disagree. I hear okay. you. And, and, I, and he said uh, one, of the, one of the stories I read, either David Whitley's column in The Sun mm-hmm. or Bianchi's column or maybe Edgar Thompson, somebody wrote one that said Florida is not expected to clear him. And, and so, and again, I don't know if that's true or not. Right. But I would not surprise me. Sure, that's a tough. I mean, yeah, because as much as you want, as much as you love Keontae, yeah, hundred percent. There is a there is a liability issue, and oh, there yeah. is a, there is an accountability to a player's safety yeah, yeah. and to err on the side of safety. Yes. So, 
So we'll see what went up. But it's going to be, uh, with all these transfers, the coming and going, it's going to be very interesting uh uh, a season of Florida basketball like it always is. A couple other things I wanted to bring up before we get out of here. Okay. Uh, magic number 250 yesterday. 250 Southeastern Conference Championships. That's How about that? That's 94 more than who's in second. How about that? 94 more. You know what we build at Gainesville? The University of Florida? Champions. N- 94, that's what we build. 94. 94 more than second. How about that? 250. Southeastern Conference Championships, men's tennis putting us over the top. Yeah, 250. How about 250. that? 250. Yeah. How about gymnastics? Lauren Brooks. Gymnastics is – uh, she's, she's very upset she's not been included in the podcast lately. So Yeah, uh, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Had a good night. Yep. Uh, they're off to the national championship now in two weeks in Texas. Yep. And we have high expectation. Okay. High expectation that we could perhaps get number 42. Okay, from the, from which is what we're chasing. Natty, 40, 42nd Natty. That'd be pretty good. Also matters. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, and thirdly, uh, just for those of you scoring at home, it was Florida 17, Georgia 1 in softball. Oh, so they're 17 to 1. That's a good day. That's a good day. That's a good day. All right. No football today. There's just nothing to report, but we'll uh, be back soon. That's all things Gators, all things Orange and Blue. And thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the business, se-ortho.com. That's se-ortho.com. Frank, have a great week. You too, Eric.